ladies and gentlemen, welcome to our post Royal Rumble Radio Free Professional Wrestling. I'm Stunning Sean, and yes, I'm still waiting for David to refund me the $24 I spent on GCW. <laughs> but you know what? I don't care no more because the first time since for the first time since July, I am the Churchill Cup champion. Good afternoon, everyone. Sean, congratulations. I'm gonna be humble. You went on a rumble. I think I went on a ramble. You deserved it. You called Brock Lesnar. And as soon as Brock Lesnar lost to Bobby Lashley, my heart sank. It was a reason. It was a... I'm, I'm not not giving you credit here um, but it was a transparent storyline from that point I didn't think that they would do that it must be something you have ROH as your um, as your little thorn in your side I have the Royal Rumble every blooming time I get the Royal Rumble wrong and although last night I'm not that ungrateful for getting it wrong because I think the WWE got it wrong as well but that's I'm sure we'll come on to but from the UK from Cambridge congratulations you've earned it You've suffered a lot in waiting to get the Churchill Cup back onto American soil. Um, congratulations. I cannot be anything but more magnanimous over this. Well, you know what? Thank you. I appreciate it. And just wait to one week from Tuesday when I come back to the Rock and Wrestling Show on Finley Youth Radio because the oh. celebration is coming. <laughs> oh, don't glow. It will spoil it. I'll maybe consider because to be fair, the GCW show... I got wrong as well. I've started 2022 writing a stinker. Um, I got that wrong as well. So, yeah, I might consider a little refund at the end of the month when when I'm allowed my allowance by the Queen. Well, speaking of said show, let's just go to the Sunny Six questions. It's time for the Stunning Six questions. All of the whys and what have they done now? Hopefully, Sean and David can make sense of it. Okay, David, first stunning question. Was the GCW pay-per-view better than the Royal Rumble, or was the Royal Rumble better than the GCW pay-per-view? Oh, good question. Do you know what? Overall, and I can't believe I'm going to say this, I think the Royal Rumble was slightly better. And that's not blowing smoke up the Rumble's posterior, but I do think the Royal Rumble was slightly better. There were two matches I enjoyed, but don't want to see again, but enjoyed. The men's Rumble, whilst being predicted, was watchable. The women's rumble was absolutely dog. Really hated that match. I know I messaged you at one point during the women's rumble match with the, with the, the simple three words, this is horrible. And you went, I'm enjoying it. And that shut me up because I was like, oh, right, well, I'll retire. I must just be a miserable old git who's just got in. And because um, I didn't enjoy it, I absolutely hated it. I thought it went way too long, but it was still better than GCW. Well, David, to talk about GCW's pay-per-view, actually, there's only one match that actually you should watch from this show, and that was Chris Blake versus Leo Rush. And here we are talking about Leo Rush and being positive, but that was the best <laughs> match on that card. Second <laughs> match on that card you could go see is Homicide versus John Motsley. After those two matches, this step away. Just go do anything else. Take a walk or something. Because that first ladder match at GCW, it started out okay. Then you start noticing that ring's hanging kind of low. And everybody's just going to climb a ladder, do a spot, and not try and grab the ring. And we saw some spots where we're going like, please don't die. Please don't die. And I was like, yep. really turned me off real fast. 
you know, it always comes back to the point where you, they say you have one time to make a first impression, and my first impression of game changing wrestling yeah. was not good after that pay per view. And you know what, my friend, I can't argue with any of those points because you spot on. Um, the only plus point for me, I'm glad they didn't have an out and out death match. Their pacing was appalling. The fact that you only gave the, the main event five and a half minutes because you were running out of time. Um, although saying that, when you saw that the, the challenges were Matt Raymond and Nick Gage, that was probably a good thing. I enjoyed the, the ladies' match between Thunder Rosa and Ali, uh, Ali Quaint, or uh, Ali Quaint, I, I can't remember now. I thought that was, quite, that was decent. And the fact that the crowd, it was just a clean wrestling match, and the crowd were into both girls. Um, but I can't argue with it. You've got that horrible botched double ladder spot in, in, in that said ladder match. And that was the guy that went on to win it. I mean, that was that was like, I was like, oh, my God. They, no. You know, you looked at the card at the start and you were like, yeah, I, I really want this to succeed. The thing that saved it from being, for me, from being totally in the dumper was the Hammerstein crowd. Because they were, they saved that card from being one of the worst cards ever without a shadow of a doubt, because they had their favourites, they wanted them to succeed, they were just let down by the performers, because it wasn't very good at all, I can't argue with you, and that's a shame. Yeah, it is a shame, because we all wanted to see a top-level third option here in North America, after WWE, AEW, and Game Chasing Wrestling has been making some noise, and we wanted to check out the hype, and yep. boy, they had an opportunity, yeah, and they I did. feel like they just didn't grab it like they should have. Bang on. Can't argue with that at all, mate. You know, we might disagree over the Rumble upcoming now, but um, no, we, I, I couldn't fault you there. Absolutely fault you. And that was my fault. Normally I'm right with this sort of thing, but I got this one horribly wrong. Horribly wrong. Okay, stunning question number two. Which was the worst match? Was it the Matt Cardona match from GCW, or was it the mixed tag from the Royal Rumble? <laughs> oh, wow. Well, no. Oh, God, that's a question, now because they were both pretty bad. Um, I'm going to go just Matt Cardona, because I didn't like that at all. All the run-ins and all the... Um, no, I didn't like that at all. I'm not a fan of Joey Janela. I, I actually think if Cardona is booked properly, he could be a shining and saving light for GCW because he's a fantastic heel. And the audience genuinely despise him. Cody should look at how his heat is with that audience and maybe try and, you know, have a look at that. But he was in there with Joey Janela. There was all the run-ins. And so that just gets my vote as the worst out of those two. Okay, so the part of the Matt Cardona match that I enjoyed was the entrance. And yes, he is the biggest heel in GCW. And if you just want his entrance down to the ring, him interacting with his fans and his wife, Chelsea Green, interacting with the fans, it was good. Then, like, I was okay after the first run-in. But when you start seeing Hornswoggle, Mark yeah. Sterling, and you yep. finally get Brian Myers. It was meant to be a tribute. It was meant to be a tribute, wasn't it? It was like the greatest hits. It's like, okay, we got this good show in New York City. Let's just invite everybody that wants to do a run-in to this show. And they did. If, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't seen it, the Brian Myers incident that the stunning one is referring to is a 
tribute to ECW One Night Stand number two, which is obviously when the WWE was sort of in control. And it's the motorcycle egg, but it's downgraded severely for Brian Myers um, in, in reference to the Rob Van Dam um, John Cena match. And again, you haven't got John Cena or RVD in this match. So uh, I can see why they did it. But it didn't quite work for me. Okay, so I'm going to take the other match. I'm taking the Mitz tag match to be the worst match here. Wow. For the simple fact that what I wanted out of this match was to see Beth Phoenix walk down the ring. This match not lasting more than five minutes. Yes. We get all the pair spots of Beth Phoenix and Maurice gets shaking around like a red dog. One, two, three, and we're out and we're on to the rubble. That match lasted 13 minutes. And I yep. think, like, not all those minutes we need back. Yep. No, 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 mate. Oh, bang on. Again, I can't argue you on a roll today. The rumble was way, way too long. I looked at my, my watch when the rumble started, and it was like, it had gone 4 a.m. UK time, and the men's rumble's about to start. So you know you've got an hour plus still to go. And it's just like, oh, my word. Um, and it hadn't been, it hadn't been an awful card. There have been some awful bits in it, but, you know, it's just the WWE. They had a responsive crowd. Christ knows why. It was a big crowd. It was in a big arena. But, yeah, that is one match that, that could have been a squash and should have been a squash. Okay, so stunning question number three. Did this feud between Cody Rhodes and Sammy Guevara do any favors for Sammy? Because back on Wednesday night on Dynamite, he climbed a ladder and he gained the title back that he lost like a month ago. You've answered that yourself, really. And the way you asked me that question gave you gave the gave the listening public the answer. Absolutely not. This is all down to Cody. We've done it before, and I'm not going to go back over it. It's all down to Cody and his ego. Um, fortunately, they've seen sense, and about three or four weeks later, come back with the right result. Let's hope they leave it like that. I don't think they will, but. Less roads is more. David, if you saw this match, Cody does a vertical suplex off the ladder. Yep. And yep. I was afraid that Sammy's leg was going to get caught on the yep. actual device that was holding the belts. And it clipped it. If you look closely, it clipped that thing. Yep. So yep. there's some spots in that match where I felt like both guys could got hurt. And I was going like, this should have been safe for like revolution. You could have drug us out, even though we don't want this feud. You could drug it out to march the revolution <laughs> and gave this thing time to breathe. But here we are. We got a microwave set to like 30 seconds, and this feud is hopefully over. Thank God. Yeah, you better get crushed. You're on a roll today. What have you been doing? You've been up the Kool Aid this week. You really have. I don't know whether it's the um, adrenaline of winning the Churchill Cup back, but. Boy, you're on one. Um, yeah, there was a couple of really... Uh, there was the one unique spot that I hadn't seen before in the ladder when they used the inside stanchions in a unique manner. But yeah, you're bang on about it. It should have been on the pay-per-view, not on weekly television. But this is Mr. Rhodes. This is his ego. I think Sammy has lost some momentum because of it. And it'll be interesting to see whether he gains it back. But I couldn't care less about these two individuals at this moment, which you would have asked me that six weeks ago. Certainly about Guevara, I wouldn't have believed you. But now, you know, I'm just like, nah. And also on Dynamite, they also did, after he'd won the title, which I don't think helped him at all. I don't know whether you saw it in America, but we certainly did on Fight TV, because it was on Picture in Picture, they had him come out with Fuego after the um, Cody match 
and do his Bob Dylan sign thing. And it died on its ass, to be honest. David, you know, that was actually one of the good things about Sammy when he first started in AEW when he was part yeah. of the inner circle. He yeah. had really catchy signs. It kind of gave him a little, like, I want to say, following through fans and stuff going like, ooh, yeah. this is kind of cool, this is different. That yeah. one was generic vanilla from beginning yeah. to end. And I'm like, why do we need this? Um, yes, yeah, I mean, I, I just watched it and I cringed. Okay, so stunning question number four. On Friday night, AEW Rampage, we had a uncensored <laughs> match between Orange Cassidy and Adam Cole. And this should have brought a smile to your face because a certain nemesis of mine has debuted in AEW. What do you think about Dan Housen being on AEW? Uh, it was the highlight. It's been the highlight of my wrestling year, to be fair. I, I, I'm not sure about him being potentially teamed up with Orange Cassidy. It's like, let's put the freaks together. I want him to be standalone on his own. Even if he doesn't wrestle and he just hangs around the dressing room, the backstage area cursing people or appears under the ring or appears because I think if he rests, he's got to get beat. You know, he can't lose. He can't beat Adam Cole, you know, even if there's a potential feud coming there or he shouldn't beat Adam Cole in logical storyline. But I'm so glad to see him. If nothing else, Donovan, um, Donovan Van Housen, um, it's a, it's a, it's a cracking bloke. What he's done, what he's done with his gimmick in the end is it just shows that you can get over if you're original, you know, and you've got some good ideas. The problem is, I think, now he's in a big company, is it will only have a small shelf life. And that's that's my concern for him as an individual. But am I glad to, absolutely delighted to see him in AEW? I hope he's getting all the monies, all the gold, all the riches off, off of Tony Khan. And, you know... He certainly deserves it. And we'll see where we go. I have a feeling, and mark my words, within two weeks we'll be seeing Orange Custody and Dunhausen versus Red Dragon. I can see that happening, David. But what I can also see happening is Dunhausen becoming like Jay Lethal. And if you're not watching AEW Dark or Dark yeah. Elevation, you would never know that Dunhausen is all elite. Yeah. Yeah, as I say, that's why I'd like his storyline. Just he, he does a cameo once a week on Dynamite or Rampage. A bit like that was when you're not expecting it because I'd not seen that before. You know, Adam Cole pulling the ladder, the you know, tape chair out and like look, making out for it to be caught on something. And, and Dan Housen appears. And it was very cleverly done. And he curses him and, and sods off. And that's what he should do. That's what he should do. And leave it at stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. I popped for that. I thought that was really, really well done, and I laughed yep. out loud, and I thought, yep. oh, David has to know about this, because, you know what, I knew you were having a bad wrestling week, so I thought I'd give you some joy. Yeah, mate, no, I, it did. It, it, it's, it's the highlight of my wrestling year so far. Okay, so on to stunning question number five. If you watched NXT UK back on Thursday, they had a empty wrestling arena match between Jordan Delvin, Alien Dragunov. And this was a great match. And I felt like, why did he do this just after he got fans back into the building? Because this would have been so much better with fans in attendance. Do you know what this should have been? This should have been on NXT 2.0, without a shadow of a doubt. But it was too good to be on NXT 2.0, so they probably didn't bother. Fantastic match. You bang on. And it's funny, as I'm watching it, I thought, Sean's enjoying this. I know, wherever he is at this moment in time... Whatever he's doing, even if he's not watching it, he's watching it and 
and he's enjoying it, if that's not the contradiction in terms, which it is, but you know what I mean. It was, ladies and gentlemen, watch this match. It's absolutely fantastic. I love Dragunov. Absolutely love Dragunov. And Jordan Devlin can hold his own. He's lost a bit of momentum recently, but he's still a very good technical wrestler. He just lacks a bit of size. But as concerns, you know, as, as quality of wrestler, yeah. Um, he's, he's there and thereabouts. But Dragunov is fantastic. His facials, his firing up. You are in that ring with him. There's no two ways about it. He's just magnificent. You know, he holds Walter's respect, or Gunther, or whatever his bloody, you know, Captain New Boat from the uh, SS, whatever. And, you know, I just love Dragunov, and, yeah, you bang on. And I knew, as I'm watching it, I knew Sean is loving this. I did. I watched it when I came home Thursday night from work. Yep. And overall, NXT UK, that show from last week was really good. And they literally showed you the fans leaving the building. And I'm going like, I kind of want them to come back because they're missing out on the best match. Even though they get to see Jenny versus Amel, which was a solid <laughs> match in its own. <laughs> you like a bit of Jenny, don't you? Well, I kind of like both. I kind of like Amel too. I, I kind of like Amel more as his face now. With the story of her being the daughter of immigrants and trying to build a wrestling career. And Jenny just crapping all over it and going like, you know what? That's my story and I don't use it to get ahead. I, t I tell you what, mate. I'm going to put a question to you here. Right? And I don't do this very often. You look at some of the talent in NXT UK. Female talent. Because you can chuck Cybrook's side in there. You could almost chuck Kate. Although Kaylee Ray, I think, is now officially gone. But, um, you know, you look at the champion um, and then you look at that Royal Rumble match last night. Do you know the one thing, right, and this makes me sound like a dirty old man, but it was done with from a wrestling, a constructive wrestling perspective. Is that what female Rumble match started last night? All I could think about was TNA and not in a good way because that's all the WWE gave a crap about. Are those women sexy? Are those women got perfect figures? And I know Dewdrop was in the main, you know, was in the main event. But ironically, that was one of the good matches last night. And I'm going to come on to that because I have to say, I cannot stomach the woman in any way, shape or form. But Becky Lynch and Dewdrop were involved in the match of the night on the Royal Rumble. And credit where it's due. But I think that's due to Dewdrop carrying Becky Lynch. Um, but that's for another day. But you think about it, all that talent in NXT UK, and they put on that female Royal Rumble with all the botching, all the... I mean, Kelly Kelly! I mean, that was just embarrassing. She got nothing right, and she didn't even look... It didn't look like Kelly Kelly as well. Ivory, what was the point in bringing Ivory? Melina, what was the point in that? Just to get a quick pop, sod off. You know, there's no need. I noticed Gal Kim tweeted last night about the Melina. Now, whether that was a botch as well, because that wasn't fluid. Um, I know I'm digressing and breaking down here, but it's, it's these thoughts as they come into my head. Gal Kim um, tweeted last night about how disrespectful it was to Melina. Of all people, Melina, four or five times ladies champion, and she just gets dismissed like that by Sasha Banks. Sorry. No, I can see Gail Kim's point there and your point. I did feel like, well, one, Melina should get a better run in this rumble. You could have picked anybody else out of the other 29 people in this rumble match to be number two and get literally tossed out by Sailor Moon, a.k.a. Yep. Sasha Banks. Yep, yeah, absolutely, mate. Um, I hated that match, that Ladies' Royal Rumble match. I absolutely hated it with a passion. I'm not bothered about the booking. We knew Ronda was likely to come back. You know, the rumour control had hit Pete. Um, and, and, yeah, okay, I ain't got a problem with that because her against um, Becky Lynch 
will probably draw as big as any men's match at WrestleMania. I can see that. I might not like Lynch, but I can see that as long as Ronda kills her. That Royal Rumble match last night did not do women's wrestling any favours whatsoever. Well, you know what? I want to disagree with you, David, because if I was booking WWE, after I saw that women's Royal Rumble match, I can book you the Bella Twins versus Sarah Logan and Liv Morgan as a mid-card match at Mania. I don't want to see the Bella Twins. They can't wrestle. I didn't say they were going over. I was going to have Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan actually defeat them, but granted, WWE would flip that around. Okay, how about this match for you? How about Molly Holly versus Nikki A.S.H. on a random episode of Raw in a couple of weeks? Yeah, I wouldn't mind that, actually. To be fair to you, I wouldn't mind that because you've got two people who can wrestle out of the group. The problem is, right, for the few girls that were in that rumble that are talented. Natal- I mean, I don't know what Natalia's ever done, you know, for crying out loud. Um, you, you obviously had Charlotte, you had Nikki in there, you know... There's a couple of others as well. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, but they get dragged down by all the car horses. You know, it was that rumble to me was all about showing off sexy, strong women, which they're not. And you know, oh look, look what we can do in the rest of me. And they actually showed them up to say, well, actually, 90% of you can't. You really, really can't. You know, one of the best wrestlers, Ivory, got 30 seconds, and she played on an old gimmick that probably half that audience don't remember or have seen. Exactly, David. For you and I, we knew the right to censor gimmick of Ivory, and I kind of chuckled at it. I was like, okay, she's coming down, she's going to run down this whole match and what the match is being, and Rhea Ripley gets the highlight of dropping her out of the ring 30 seconds in. Oh, speaking of Leah Ripley, I went on Twitter about the time she got into this match going, hey, this might be a chance for them to reheat her up. Oh, never mind. You see, Rhea Ripley's another example, Sean. You know, with you mentioning her, she deserves... There's, there's, there's about a, half a dozen of those 30 ladies last night that deserve so much better. And I'm sorry, you're not going to... This is not... Okay, we can, we can adultly disagree because I respect your opinions. I always have done and always will do. But I don't agree with this. That match for me set women's wrestling back. You know that there's some dirt. Right, okay, I'm going to say it. There's some dirty old men backstage watching them, watching Kelly Kelly, watching half a dozen of them coming out because they're in. I mean, Sasha Banks came out dressed like a schoolgirl and then pulls a skirt off. What is a nonsense backstage at the WWE? I'm sorry, mate. I'm going to call it. You know, that, that immediately drew me to it. And I'm like, Sasha Banks looks like a schoolgirl. Gets up on the ring apron, pulls the skirt. I was like, yeah, okay. And Sasha Banks is talented. No two ways about it. You know, she's one of these, she'd be one I'd put in that talented group. And I don't think that match did her any favours at all. I'm sorry. Sorry for saying it, and I'm sorry for being probably a little bit controversial here. But that's the way I viewed it, and it put me off the match. Now, the men's match I also expected to hate and didn't. I thought it was it was, it was a, an arch-typical Royal Rumble match. And, yeah, as soon as Brock lost to Big E, your, your, your premonition, soothsayer Sean, um, you knew it was happening. You knew it was happening. Although I know, were you sweating, like thinking when he hadn't come out by 29? Well, you know, I did have a momentary sense of doubt because I was thinking, you know, they could maybe bring Seth Rollins in at 30. Yeah. And I thought, 
if you're going to bring in Seth Rollins in at 30 after the beating he took from Roman he Reigns at the me. beginning yeah. of yeah. the night, yeah. I was going to be on here with standing question number one going like, what does a beating <laughs> mean in WWE when you can survive a Roman Reigns chair beat down and two and a half hours later be number 30 in the Royal Rumble and winning the sucker? Right. I've got a question for you because it's come up and I meant to write. It's, I've just seen it on my notes, right? Now, I might have missed something here because I'm not a regular... Um, everyday SmackDown watcher or, or viewer, all right? Charlotte Flair was in the Rumble last night, but she's already a champion, SmackDown champion. Why is she in the Rumble? Okay, the reason for Charlotte Flair to be in the Rumble, they gave her the ability to handpick her opponent for WrestleMania. Right, okay, I missed that. I totally missed that. Because when she came out, I'm like, well, hang on. Surely, if anything, she should be defending the belt. But okay, I'll, I'll roll with that because I missed that because I've had a busy weekend. I will I will, I will, will bow to that because at least it got Charlotte in the, in, in the Rumble. But um, it, I don't think that's something like that's happened before, has it? Not to my knowledge has anybody won the Royal Rumble and handpicked their opponent for WrestleMania. So it would have been a first. And I give them oh. credit for trying to do something a little different. But yet again... We get down to the final four people in the Women's Royal Rumble. You have Ronda Rousey, you have Charlotte Flair, Bianca Belair, Shayna Baszler. The match I want to see for WrestleMania is a match I'm not going to get. It's Shayna Baszler versus Ronda Rousey. Well, I'd like to be fair. Think about this. I'd like to see a three-way. Rhea Ripley, Ronda Rousey, Shayna Baszler. And then put Becky Lynch in with them. And make it a fatal four-way and just watch them pull Becky Lynch's limbs off. Slowly. Legit. Because they're all shoot fighters and Lynch is is uh, a foe fighter. But anyway, sorry, I'm getting bitter now because we've been talking about that bloody Royal Rumble match for so long. The Charlotte Flair point I take and I've got no problem with. That was just a genuine question. And I knew you'd give me the answer this afternoon. Well, sixth and final stunning question of the night. And I saved the last one for the best. <laughs> Did the women's Raw title match between Piper Vivian versus Becky Lynch suffer from bad pacement light up of the card? Because coming off that women's Royal Rumble, we slid right into that match. And like you said, it was probably the match of the night if you look in ring. But that crowd did not care one bit of that match. Even the finish, they didn't care about. Yeah, uh, and again, all those statements you've made are factually correct. Yes, it did. Suffered badly. And yet, with the Rumblebee, but I think it was the Rousey surprise, even though it wasn't a surprise to anyone with any bloody wrestling insight. It wasn't, Ronda turning up wasn't a surprise, but it was obviously a great moment. It was a great moment. I'm not going to knock that. I, I love Ronda Rousey, so... You know, it's you know that was the high point, and obviously once you put her in, she's got to go over. I never thought I'd say that I appreciated a Becky Lynch match. Never thought I'd say it, but I did. I thought the match with Dewdrop, Piper Niven, Viper, whatever you want, um, Kimmy, as I know her, was very, very, very good. And for me, yeah, I agree with you, Sean. It's match of the night, and I never thought I'd say that. It just shows I can be detached and not biased because as I say I can't stomach Lynch at any point. But my wrestling, my wrestling, my wrestling viewing, and what have you, I could turn around and say, yeah, that was much of the night. And obviously, it was going to be Lynch going over. But you're right, the crowd, the crowd were burnt out from the women's. And this is the danger with the Rumble. You know, the crowd disengaged for that. They took a toilet break, whatever you want to call it, and and that that match suffered for it. So yes, you probably should have had the Edge um, mismatch after that. To be fair. 
Exactly. That would have been a way I would have got around it. I would have flipped those matches around. And maybe, just maybe, there would have been a better reaction for Becky Lynch versus Piper Ben later on in the night. And I think Edge and Beth coming out would have re-energized that crowd right after the Rumble. So I think that could have worked. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't, couldn't agree with you more, mate. Uh, I know you messaged me, um, so I, I had a feeling it was coming. Um, yeah, no, no, no. Overall, for me, the Rumble wasn't as bad as it could have been. Um, there was a couple of matches in there I enjoyed. There was one, obviously, I've made perfectly clear I absolutely hated. But it was, I think you put it, I think you put it on one of your socials that it was a Royal Rumble by numbers. And that's a great summing up of it. Yes, well, let's look at my Twitter poll that I put up right after the Rumble went over. As a premium live event, I asked our viewers at Radio Free PW what they thought. I gave them three options. I said, great, good, average, or poor. 72% said this premium live event wasn't really premium. It was very, very poor. Yeah, I, I have to say, I watched the pre, I watched the second half of the pre-show, right, and that put me in a bad mood because you got obviously you got you got Booker T and Jerry Lawler, no problem with that, and the rest of them, it's just like, I mean, who is that? Who is that young Irish geezer? He is the backstage announcer on Raw. He's like the backstage reporter. He's awful. I mean, really awful. Um. But anyway, I, I, I've had enough of ranting. But yeah, it was. I'm not surprised at your poll. Your poll results are always very re- revealing. And um, long may they continue, my friend. Well, let's just talk about another one because I'm looking at. We talked a little bit about the men's Royal Rumble. You thought the premium live event was a whopping 72%. I got one that beats it. I asked our viewers, do you think the men's Royal Rumble was great, good, or average? 82% of our voters said the men's world rumble was poor so i think like everybody saw the brock lesnar victory coming and if yeah. you weren't named sean you probably didn't care about it <laughs> very good i wouldn't have called it poor yeah the result was um the result was obvious the result was you know it was you could once once he lost to biggie yeah i was like oh sean burkhead well i actually as, as the men's championship match finished i went i actually said out loud well played, Sean. I just haven't got the heart to tell you that at that point. It was obvious what was coming. But the Rumble match itself, I, I didn't mind. It wasn't offensive. It was good enough. Um, as I say, you know, you knew what was coming. You knew, you know, I mean, I, I still had confidence that Brock would come out at 30. Um, and once he did, obviously, yeah, you knew where we were going with this. And you're going to get Brock versus Roman at Mania. And you couple that with Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch at Mania. You've got two headline matches on what you've got your headline matches for night one and two. You know, job, jobs are good. You know what was interesting about this Royal Rumble was the fact that you had nobody from NXT 2.0 in either yeah. of the Rumble matches. Nobody. Why's that, Sean? Why's that? Sean, well, why's that? Well, I was hoping it's the fact that they realize that if you put your so-called stars from NST 2.0 onto the Royal Rumble, all they're going to do is get squashed by Ronda Rousey or Brock Lesnar, so why have them in the match? Very good point. That's a very good point and very polite. It's not my point. It's because most of them are dog shit. I knew that was coming. I know you tried to avoid it by being a gentleman, but that's not me today. That really isn't me today. But 
both points are factually correct. Well, <laughs> yes, you left me speechless here because I knew that was coming. As soon as I said, oh, hey, NXT 2.0, I should knew that you were going to say, what or somebody on there I would have put in that rumble? The only one I would have I, I would have maybe done, and I, it was too early for Bron Breaker. All right, let, let, all joking aside and all being so, it's too early for Bron Breaker because he, you know, he, he does have a future. Let's let's be honest there. You could have put the, ras the rascals fucking MSK in. You could have put them in and they, they could have done a few spots. Yeah, and you could have put Champer in, and that's about it. I could, or maybe Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn would have gone over. You could have given Pete Dunn ten minutes in that rumble, let him do a few of his moves, hurt a few people, and then get you know get get dismissed by one of the bigger boys, you know, and it wouldn't have hurt him. Well, you know, if anybody for NST 2.0 was looking at it and going like, why was I on a rumble? Um, just look at Damian Priest and how he got treated because he yep. got tossed out by Omos. Yeah, uh, uh, as I say, I, I mean, as I say, I didn't find, whilst your point about NXT 2.0 and your answer, and I still consider my answer while crude valid, the Rumble, the men's Rumble was okay. It, it, it was okay. It was just obvious where they were going. And that's, that's what sports it because in the back of your mind, you could have invested in it and enjoyed it, but you knew that at some point Brock was coming out and was going to win. Exactly, David. And on that note, we're going to end this week's episode of Radio Free Professional Wrestling. But before we go, ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow it's going to be David doing a solo rock and wrestling show on Finland Youth Radio as I'm away doing some things at work and I won't be able to record anything. I'm sorry. I will make it up to you in one week's time with the best stunning segment of all time. Looking <laughs> forward to that. I, I mean, I, I don't begrudge you holding the cup. The Rumble is my nemesis as ROH is yours. So for me to lose the Churchill Cup on the Rumble, it's, it's almost as expected as a Brock Lesnar turning up. Well, I am the reigning undisputed Churchill Cup champion. <laughs> That's not a spoiler. That is fact. <laughs> Mate, uh, yeah, uh, I don't mind chasing. So, ladies and gentlemen, until we join you next week on Radio Free Professional Wrestling, on behalf of David the Smart Mark, this is Stunning oh, Sean, your patron saint is stunning, your American stunning Churchill Cup champion, bidding you adieu. <laughs> Say stunning. <laughs> this is Sergeant Arms of Christina on behalf of the guys. Thanks for listening to today's show. Please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star rating and a review. Until next time, the liberation continues.